Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. And today I'd like to share a story around a recent experience in our team. And I think a lot of us have these when things don't really go the way we would hope or the way we think they should. And then we're having to react to the situation. I think a lot of us have found ourselves in those rather recently or over time. And it's sometimes quite tough because in finance, um, obviously we want to feel like we're driving good outcomes, uh, being involved in meaningful work, helping support decisions. In fact, one of our key assets is our ability to have that access to decision makers, that broad visibility, what's going on across most of our organizations and industries. Uh, but sometimes we might be bypassed because we could be, how to say, told we're slowing down decisions because we may be analyzing too much data or doing unnecessary work. And that's fine. That's someone else's perception of what we're doing in trying to manage the risk and safeguard uh, shareholder assets. So it's not unusual when the odd occasion our advice does not get taken on board and the business doesn't make a good decision as it could have. And remember, like, there's no right or wrong decisions here. It's just based on sets of probable outcomes and gut fields and so on. And uh, we had this situation recently and I came across a wonderful saying from a German colleague, which was absolutely perfect for these situations. And that's what I want to share with you on today's episode. But before I get to this saying and proverb, I sort of give you a bit of context. We were um, in the process of launching a new uh, policy and initiative. There was a program team set up and, and our finance team fed in some of the decision support around that. And uh, some of my team members saw some big gaps in what was being proposed in terms of eliminating guarantees on prices and things like that to protect uh, risk and, and help position deals more competitively. And and yeah, all their efforts just were falling on deaf ears and the program team were just going to plough ahead and put in place a new policy. And our, our team strongly believed that there was going to be a very negative reaction from some parts of the organisation. And that's when... My, my German colleague uh, chipped in and shared his, his German proverb, German saying, which I'll do my best to pronounce it, is, es wird nichts so heiß gegessen, wie es gekocht wird. Essentially, it means nothing is eaten as hot as it's cooked. So if you think about it, when a new policy comes out or a new decision is made or, or change is made, um, what temp typically happens is that it'll come out the, the oven very hot, a bit like that proverbial hot potato. And if you were to try and digest that Im immediately, some people would get burnt. Uh, I think most people would, or, or have some indigestion or something. So sometimes you need to leave things cool down a little bit. And what ends up getting eaten or implemented is probably some sort of cooler version of what gets streamed up. And uh, you know, so this new policy came out, and it was good knowing this because I was able to to sort of set the expectation in the team is that more than likely they're going to have to change it. It's just about waiting for the pain to hit because pain is a very powerful emotion. I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, will only do something in reaction to pain despite the warnings uh, coming up. It's a bit like, uh, let's say someone has an unhealthy lifestyle and they know the warning, say, of smoking or overindulging in chocolate and, and not having that balanced or healthy eating. They know all the risks but then they'll still go ahead and then when they get a health scare, they might change their behavior. Then, but it takes that pain, that threat, that realization of, of what the consequences really mean 
and uh, and I think it's that lack of consequences sometimes that this uh, saying, this proverb really helps us get over, is that the opportunity to come influence, make an impact and shine comes a little bit further down the track. But So not to take someone dismissing your advice uh, personally. You know, you've done your best, tried to provide advice. In your role, your role is now there to be there to help the organisation pick up the pieces or the programme team pick up the pieces when when the proverbial you know, shit hits the fan. And when that happens, it's not a time to gloat, sit back, put your arms uh, around the back of your head, lean back on your chair and say, I told you so. No, that's, that's completely the wrong way. What we need to is go back to, or some of you be familiar with what I've shared, this value ladder concept, where that we can actually start creating value for organization by keeping a close eye on, on what's been happening following the introduction of a new policy or decision and then translating the impacts for those uh, that were looking to make a better decision next time around. And we can capture that value by getting folks to the table to consider and evolve and explore some options together and then help them even more by helping them deploy as fast as possible the options they come up with and that are a bit more workable. So you've got the value creation, which helps drive influence uh, from reporting the pain and helping them feel a bit of the pain. And the impact comes then from the value capture piece. And one way of facilitating that pain and, and increasing it is by opening a direct channel to the decision makers who made the decision in the first place. Doesn't matter how senior they are or, or the, who's running the program team or whatever. Just open a direct channel so they get the full force of what you're seeing in the organization. Don't filter it down. Don't, don't make it a bit easier. Don't dress it up nicely. Because when you do that, it then gives people that friction, the heat um, of, of the hot potato, of the hot food to come to the table quickly to cool it down. And what happens in our situation is that in, in some very specific cases, the ones where we felt were only required, where the guarantees allowed, everything else was more at a, a negotiable deal type rate, which was perfect. That's exactly what we wanted. In fact, it even helped our team out more uh, because it limited the volumes that were hitting us in the longer run. So it worked out well for the business and it worked out well for us. But initially it was quite painful on a lot of parties but unfortunately sometimes you you have to go through that you don't always have that huge run-in to be able to consider every single angle although i would encourage people to examine the pre-mortem strategy which we've talked about on the previous monday memo allows you to 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 get a sense of where some of that might pain might come from in advance of it happening but not to spend too much time with analysis uh, paralysis just getting out there and giving it a go and appreciating sometimes you need to leave things cool down as well uh, before you can digest them or eat them. And that's why we bring guest mentors onto the show so they can share with you their stories in terms of what's worked for them, what hasn't, how they dealt with it, breaking that down into some smaller steps for you to go follow and try out to reduce some of the pain of these things. But as I said, pain sometimes can work in our favor as well and give us that opportunity to go create, capture value and become more influential and drive better, more meaningful impacts in our organizations. So look, hope you really enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please remember to share it with your friends and colleagues. We're on all the major platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, and Spotify. And we really appreciate you investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care, stay safe, and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.